The following podcast contains content that some listeners may find confronting. Parental guidance is recommended for children. Welcome to The Missing. My name is Manny Karoudis, and in this episode, we will explore missing persons cases in the hope we can solve the mystery of their disappearance and reunite them with their loved ones. Every year in Australia, more than 38,000 people are reported missing. That's one every 15 minutes. It's a shocking statistic, and while most are found quickly, for those who do not return, the impact on family and friends is devastating. The sobering reality is that many of those who never come home fall victims to foul play. That means there are killers out there among us responsible for the disappearance of someone's loved one. I strongly believe that in many of these cases, there is someone somewhere who knows something. If that someone is you, you need to come forward and contact police. It doesn't matter that you have remained silent for what could be years. It's now time to do the right thing. Not every killer can keep a secret. So please speak up, because no one should get away with murder. In most missing persons cases, there is usually a clue left behind some type of evidence or something the person said or did just prior to them disappearing, or a piece of their property found abandoned, or a glimpse of the missing person caught on CCTV, or an eyewitness account of somewhere they were seen or someone they were seen with. These bits of information are a starting point for police and often lead to the unearthing of new evidence. But when there are no clues to someone's disappearance and no apparent motivation for them going missing, Police have just a blank canvas that is often impossible to fill. There's no sign of violence at unit, so it's really a mystery as to what's actually occurred, what's happened to her, as if she just walked out the door and disappeared off the face of the earth. Christine Redford was a woman of order, always well organised and neat, and somewhat of a perfectionist who kept to a regular schedule. So when she sadly disappeared in June 1998, it surprised everyone. It was very unusual. The only thing that's missing from her units is a set of keys. Um, all her handbags and purses and everything and belongings are still at the unit. 47-year-old Christine was a much-loved and caring woman known for helping others. She worked as a grief counsellor and did voluntary work for the Salvation Army. She was one of those people who always put others first and didn't have an enemy in the world. When she vanished 22 years ago, there were no clues to her disappearance and no apparent motivation for her to leave and start a new life. Christine was last seen at her Kensington Gardens unit in Adelaide's eastern suburbs on Tuesday the 23rd of June 1998. She lived alone and didn't drive a car. Her bank accounts were untouched and passport checks showed she had not left the country. She left her belongings in her flat, walked out and vanished, never to be seen or heard from again. Five days later, friends noticed her letterbox overflowing with mail and the message bank on her telephone was almost full. When her best friend Carmel White couldn't get in contact with Christine, she reported her missing on the 5th of July, more than a week after she was last seen by neighbours. But for police, that meant over a week lost in their hunt for clues. I'd just come out of hospital and she just seemed a little bit disappointed that she couldn't talk to me at the time. And when I rang her in a couple of days' time, um, there was just nothing happened. She didn't answer the phone. And then a week had gone by and that's when I started to get really concerned and raised and expressed that to the police. Christine has not made contact with any of her relatives interstate or overseas. She had a sister and mother in Adelaide 
another sister in Perth and a brother in New Zealand. Police spoke to all of them, but no one could shed light on the circumstances surrounding Christine's disappearance. It'd be great if we could find new lines of inquiry and ultimately provide some closure for the family. Senior Constable Robin Ferrara from South Australia Police Missing Persons Unit is reviewing Christine's case. First thing I plan to do is to make contact with her family, in particular her younger sister Carol, and perhaps uh, prompt some memories from her that we can elicit some information from to work with. When police review a cold case, they re-interview people connected to the missing person, just in case there is something they may have forgotten to tell police originally. She may be able to remember something about Christine and prior to her disappearance that she's gotten to tell us about in the past and help us get some further information for this investigation. There's lots of questions that I'll be asking today, but principally I think the most important one would be uh, what her theory would be on uh, Christine's disappearance. When Christine went missing, Carol was stunned. There was nothing to indicate that her oldest sister who spent her time comforting and helping others, would vanish. Carol thought she'd just gone on a trip and would return soon. I think probably initially we just thought, oh, well, she'll be back soon. Yep. You know, they'll find her in Sydney and mm-hmm. having a holiday or she'll be at a conference yep. somewhere. So, yeah. um, I think probably where it really came to pass that you know, she'd gone um, when we were cleaning a flat out. And uh, I said to the friend who was helping me, I said, you know what's going to happen? She's going to walk in this door any minute now and say, what the hell do you think you're doing with my stuff? No. You know? Mm. And you just laughed about it. Um, of course, that never happened. But you just sort of have those moments where you just wait and think, well, and she'll walk in and you'll get this, what are you doing? Because Christine's disappearance was so out of character and so sudden, police soon shifted their focus from a missing persons case to a major crime with fears that she has been murdered. Carol says if her sister is dead, it would be comforting to get an answer, just to get it finished. And while it's painful to accept she may never see her sister again, Carol is haunted by her memory of their last time together, regrets and feelings of guilt that she can never take back. Chris and I had an argument, and um, then I took her home, and that, like so common, was the last time. Okay. Yeah. So it's an all too common story. It is. I've heard it before. Many times. But who is to know that the loved one you argued or had a disagreement with is going to disappear forever? No one can predict these things. And that's the cruel twist of fate when someone goes missing. You never get the chance to say I'm sorry. Hi Chris, if you're out there, this is um, a good time to contact your family, let them know you're okay, and uh, maybe one day we'll have a cuppa together and a drink and talk about what's happening. Stories of missing persons really is the stuff of nightmares, the relentless unknowing that eats away at you every day, the exhausting mystery that never goes away, and the questions that remain unanswered. Carol says she tried to get over her sister's disappearance. And life returned to normal for a while. But then something triggers it, and the pain and anguish all come flooding back. They are the lost pieces of the puzzle families desperately crave to find. If anybody out there has seen Christine or knows anything of what might have happened with her all those years ago, um, we'd really love to hear 
something, anything, um, even if it's just where she is now. If you could contact your local police with any information, anything at all would be really good. 22 years missing is a long time. And if Christine is alive, her appearance will have changed. So police in South Australia construct a digitally aged photograph in the hope it could trigger someone to recognise her today. Fantastic job, this is excellent. You can see that there's definite likeness. Wow, that's just terrific to think that that's what Christine may look like now and people may well recognise her now from this photo. With all leads exhausted, it's the best hope police and Christine's family has of getting a breakthrough in the case. It's very important to keep an open mind. There's certainly no evidence to suggest that she's been met with foul play. There is a possibility that she may have left to create a new life for herself. Christine Redford's best friend, Carmel White, still finds it hard to come to terms with her friend's disappearance and says it's gut-wrenching to accept either one of these explanations. I just can't imagine anyone wanting to hurt her because, like I said, she was a very open, very kind, very loving person, very empathetic towards people's needs. What, what's your feelings on the theory that she's gone away to perhaps create a new life for herself. See, that just doesn't seem possible to me. No. It's not, like I said, it's out of character for her. She's not that type of person. Okay. Um, she would let somebody know. She simply would let somebody know. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> that wasn't supposed to happen. No, no. Don't apologise. Even after more than two decades, the pain is still very raw for Christine's best friend. I'd just like to appeal to Chris, if you're out there, people care about you and love you and just want to know where you are. So if you could contact us, that would be great. Christine Redford was last heard from when she spoke to a friend on the phone on Tuesday the 30th of June, 1998. She gave no indication that anything was wrong or that she was planning to go away. Christine would be 69 years old today. She's described as 157 centimetres tall, with a medium build, short brown hair and a fair complexion. Do you know what happened to Christine? Someone somewhere knows something. If you have any information about Christine's disappearance, please call Crime Stoppers on 1800 333 000. To see a digitally aged photo of Christine and other missing people, go to our webpage at themissingpodcast.com. Also, check out our Facebook page. I'm Eddie Karoudis. Thank you for listening to The Missing. The Missing is the creation of Many Karoudis, produced by Many Karoudis and Martin Weaver. The Missing is endorsed by the Daniel Morgan Foundation and supported by the National Missing Persons Coordination Centre. Don't forget to subscribe to The Missing via ACAST, Spotify, Apple or the Google podcasting apps. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winder? <laughs> <laughs> Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. <laughs> Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. Listener.